the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my time. Keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. And now, here's Roger. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, the program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. Friends, it's great to be with you today. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you as we talk about the issues that affect us in our community, our state, and our nation. And, of course, on our program, as you know, we talk about those issues from a perspective that honors America's founding traditions of God, family, country. Pleased to have great guests for you today, and we'll get right into joining them in just a moment. Before we do, of course, I want to remind you that the Roger Franklin Williams Show is presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster, and Christner's is where you'll find generous servings of beef and cold water Australian lobster served in an atmosphere of old school elegance and sophistication. That's generous servings of prime beef. And cold water Australian lobster. Later in our show, we look forward to being joined once again by our regular contributors, Marjorie Guzman and Carla Francisco of Topaz Clinical Research. Right now, in the first half of our show, in fact, uh, you know, hopefully throughout the rest of the show, I'll, I'll be joined by our friend Derek Hicks, president of Thompson Jewelers, who is our co-host today. Derek, great to see you, and thanks for coming over. Well, I'm excited to be here again, Roger. Thank you for having me. You know, um, Derek, as I said at the beginning of the show, you know, our, our mission um, is to talk about the issues that affect us in our community, our state, and our nation. You know, and for many, many, many years on this program, in fact, one of the reasons I started the program was there was this, there's the, the, the old saying, if you will, which I you know, had found to be very true and accurate, was all politics is local. It's, you know, the, our, the local offices don't um they're not as sexy if you will they don't get a lot of uh, attention um uh, or or excitement but off, generally speaking it was the local governments that affect us most in our daily lives well in recent years that's not the case at all you know now we actually see things happening at the federal level we see things happening that aren't even that are extra le- um um uh outside the the the, the realms of even government but Powerful forces are affecting us dramatically and direct affecting us in ways that that uh, infringe upon our, our freedom and our constitutional rights. From my perspective, well, yes, you do see that so much more. And uh, we we talked about it. And I think you had mentioned to me off the air. We watched the big impact when Fox News cut Tucker Carlson go. And I know that uh, I was a big fan. My, uh, my wife and I were a big fan of Tucker Carlson. So. And he spoke the truth a lot of times and a lot of issues that a lot of other radio talk show hosts or TV shows would not address. He would go after controversial issues, uh, for example, January 6th, and had a totally different perspective on what really happened. And again, kind of like you do, he sought the truth. The truth was what he was looking for. And that's what we've talked about on this show several times. Have you said that it used to be when you went to school, the media was taught to go after the truth, whether whatever side you were to put your bias behind you and look for the truth, go after the powerful and make sure the truth is told. Well, as you know, nowadays, that is rare. Yeah, and it's completely out the window uh, with most of our media, sadly and frankly. And in fact, it's, it's the exact opposite. You know, we were trained um, to seek the facts and go where the facts lead you. You know, and, and if you have some kind of preconceived notion, but there are no facts to back it up, well, then that's a that's a dead end. You're going in the wrong direction. Or if you're, uh, you know, ex- you know, expecting one thing and you start digging in and facts take you in another direction, that that's the direction you go. You follow the facts and the truth, and that that takes you to your story. Today, what we see. 
um, are, are actually, I think the, you know, the facts and the truth is actually irrelevant to a lot of the coverage. They literally just make it up as they're going along or, or, or even um, where we, where we got to before this stage was um, leave some of the facts out, only report the facts that, that uh, you know, are relevant to the particular agenda of the media source. And which is sadly, as we all know, most of the media um, today is, um, is from a left-wing perspective. Well, I know how much you love the founders. And as you were mentioning the word facts, it came to my mind. Uh, our second president of the United States, uh, one that kind of one of our heroes, both me, you and me is President John Adams. And he said, facts are stubborn things. No matter what you want the facts to be or wish, what you wish they would be, the facts stand alone. So I wish that more of the media would listen to uh, John Adams on that. But I think you know, back to, to Tucker Carlson, I think what, what the firing of Tucker Carlson just illustrates what a lot of us have been talking about before, which uh, certain people either want to look the other way and ignore it or even deny it, um, is the incredible bias in the media now um, from a left-wing perspective. And, I mean, it's gone way, way, way beyond so, quote, old-fashioned liberal bias. I mean, right. this this is you know a bias that reflects the values of, of a totalitarian, author, authoritarian totalitarianism, not... not Democratic Republican free uh, liberty, but um, personally, and and, and and we'll say that either from what I understand at this point, either Tucker nor Fox News have have put out a statement saying exactly why you know they they got rid of him. Um, so which leads to a lot of speculation, and I've got my own thoughts on that, and I suspect you do too, um, which you know, we're going to talk about. But I suspect one of them is is what you already mentioned is that he was pursuing non-politically correct um, topics. Uh, you know, for instance, the January 6th, that's one of those, a perfect illustration of just what we're talking about, the new left-wing violence uh, bias in the media where whole bo- uh, you know, boatloads of facts were completely left out mm-hmm. because it, it, it didn't fit with the narrative, which the narrative was that, you know, Trump orchestrated some kind of a, a you know, revolutionary uprising or something that's the narrative they're trying to push well you know, and nobody was bringing out the, the the other side the facts that did not fit that narrative except Tucker brought it up and that's just one example of where he was going against the grain and not going along with the the leftist politically correct agenda well you know what was so great about that is uh, you know the kind of the face of January 6 was the Charmin member with the horns the guy that had the horns and his bare chest and he's walking all around. Well, when they got the film, Tucker got the film. He and I'm sure most of our audience uh, saw the film, but it showed the police just escorting him around the White House. I mean, the uh, the Capitol where they were allowing him to go in. They actually opened the door so he could go in to the main part of the Capitol building. So uh, after that was released, interesting. This wasn't put out. Do you know that within a couple of days he was released from jail several years early just because the truth was put out there? And that's what we have to seek. We're looking for people that want the facts and the truth. That's what matters. Prince, we're glad you're joining us on the Roger Frank and Williams show today. Right now we're speaking. Our co-host today actually is Derek Hicks, president of Thompson Jewelers. Later, later in the show, we look forward to being joined by Marjorie Guzman and Carla Francisco of our friends and over at and our sponsors on our stations over at Topaz Clinical Research. Before we go back to Derek, I want to give you this brief word from our friends over at Miller Sod Sales and let you know that Miller Sod Sales strives to do their best for every customer every time. Miller Sod Sales takes great pride in their clean, well-maintained equipment, their honest, dependable work, and, of course, their fresh, quality sod. This spring, let Miller Sod Sales green up your life. Family-owned and operated since 1995. And you can find out more about Miller Sod Sales at johnmillertruckingandsodsales.com. That's johnmillertruckingandsodsales.com. Now back to our co-host, Derek Hicks. And, you know, Derek, that's what really, um, really disturbs me to the point where it's literally depressing on almost a daily basis is that, and the media is just one example, but uh, we'll continue to talk about that one, is how so many of our institutions, cherished institutions that we, we've all had so much confidence in um, for the 240 plus years that we've had a republic, uh, most of them, um, including the FBI, the FBI is an example, I would say. Of course, they were founded back in the early 1900s, but they've been around for 200 plus years. But my point is, 
institute, you know, corporate America to a large extent, um, have have gone over to the to leftist woke side, if you will, which I find to be very disturbing. And the media is just is is, is it's an obvious example, but one more example of that. Well, exactly right. It's it's kind of scary, as you said, that that you lose the First Amendment, the right of freedom of speech, the freedom of the press. Those two things, as you can see, are under attack literally in our lifetime. And again, it used to be like you mentioned earlier, the press would maybe omit certain facts. Now they totally basically lie and deceive people, which is terrible. And that's a lot of the media. Now, it used to be only a small part and then it got to be about half and half. Now it's what, 90%? So thankfully, because of talk radio, again, a powerful voice where the truth is sought. And that's what I try to tell people. They go, well, how do we know who to listen to? We don't know. You're hearing this voice. You're hearing this opinion. And I said, it always goes back to, I think, faith. You talk a lot about faith on your show. If if you're a person of faith and you believe that it's deceiving and lying is wrong, or we call it as Christians a sin, then you try everything in your power not to do it. Well, you have those standards, Rogers, and so many great radio talk show hosts in this station, especially Salem Communication, has those standards. So even if it makes your guy look bad, you're not going to lie for him. Okay, well, the other side is not like that. They believe a lie is all right if it furthers their agenda or furthers their cause or furthers their guy they want they think that it's all right to lie so now you're talking about a media who has a lying is okay so that's why we have to be so careful who we listen to to get our news and our information from you know i think you hit the core point derek and and i just pick up on several things but and that's exactly what you know it's so obvious to me and that i want to try to get across to our listeners is we're not dealing as, as we've said before uh, a few minutes ago, both of us with old-fashioned liberal slant or, or something like that. We're, we're dealing with now um, the values. Let's just talk about the media specifically. Um, aren't even f- freedom values? They're not even you know American values based on 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 constitutional liberty, based on our constitution. Uh, you know the whole make it up as you go along. Ends justifies the means. That's a leftist value. That's an authoritarian. That's a value of the authoritarian left. That's a communist China value. That's a Soviet Union, USSR value. Um, And that's what disturbs me so much is that um, the media and and others, if you you don't have to look too hard to other other major institutions, have not only gone have gone way, way, way beyond old fashioned liberal slant or liberal bias to to embodying um, the, the values of, of left-wing authoritarianism. Oh, so right. Yes, you can see that totally is clear in the media now. And I'll use one, I'll tell you, and we're up on our first break, friends. We'll take that quick break. We'll come back with Derek Hicks, our co-host today, president of Thompson Jewelers. Before we go to break, I want to, of course, give a, a shout-out to our friend Dr. Patrick St. Germain and all the great people at St. Germain Chiropractic and Burn Fat Orlando. Let you know that Dr. Patrick St. Germain is proud to be voted best chiropractor for now 16 years in a row. So when you're in pain, I urge you to get over to see Dr. Patrick St. Germain. St. Germain at St. Germain Chiropractic. We'll be right back on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Friends, welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you today. Thank you for the opportunity to join you as we talk about the issues that affect us in our community, our state, and our nation. Of course, on our program, the Roger Franklin Williams Show, we talk about those issues from a perspective that honors America's founding traditions of God, family, country, and respects our founding principles and documents, the United States Constitution, and our Declaration of Independence, and our legal justice system based on the concept innocent until proven guilty, all revolutionary concepts in the history of the world. We're pleased to be joined by co-host today, Derek Hicks, president of Thompson Jewelers. A little bit later, we look forward to being joined by Marjorie and Carla from Topaz Clinical Research. And Derek, I want to, I've got some, I want to pick up kind of where we, where we left off talking about specifically the firing of Tucker Carlson, implications, our own opinions on that. Um, also, the extreme 
now left-wing bias in most of the so-called mainstream media, corporate media, um, and now, of course, the, the, the big tech media as well. Um, and, and, but before we do, though, I mean, there's a lot of um, great things happening at Thompson Jewelers right now. Uh, two that come to mind specifically are you're celebrating your 75th anniversary, and Mother's Day is, is right around the corner as well. Well, yes. Uh, thank you, Roger. We're celebrating this whole year. We're celebrating. This is our 75th year in business. We started in 1948. And uh, so it's uh, great. We have an incredible uh, sales event going on now. But also, again, we have Mother's Day coming up next Sunday. So it's a great time to honor your mother and get her. It's, uh, I always kind of say something special about jewelry. And I know my mom is incredibly special to me. So it's if you want to get your mom something special or maybe get your wife something special through your kids, that's a great idea in jewelry. And there's all different budgets, you know, that you can do. And some great sales going on right now at Thompson Jewelers. So we'd love to have you and come come say hello. I'll just add one more thing to that, too, is that um, when buying an item like jewelry, um, and most of us are not um, you know, experts in, in, in jewelry and, and know what, what's high quality, what's, what's good, what we can trust. And obviously a gift as special as jewelry for the special person we're getting that for, we want to get something that, that's high quality. And the, the point that I would emphasize to, to everyone is that the, the great people at Thompson Jewelers, Derek, and the other great people can help you with that. You know, it, it's no pressure. They they uh, are incredibly knowledgeable. They're experts in the field of jewelry, but they're also experts in the field of helping you find that perfect gift in a in a non threatening, uh, friendly, even family oriented right. atmosphere. Yes, great. Yes, we love. Like I said, uh, Happy Mother's Day to all those mothers out there coming up. And like I said, we'd love to uh, get a wonderful piece of jewelry for your mom or your wife. And I would like to to. Um, Talk a little bit. One of the interesting developments of this um, that's happened recently, and it's not getting a whole lot of coverage, is on the Democrat side. Um, Robert Kennedy Jr., Robert F. Kennedy Jr., you know, Bobby Kennedy, um, the late Bobby Kennedy's son, ne- also nephew of John F. Kennedy, has actually entered the race for president. I've been following what he's been saying pretty closely. I actually follow him on Twitter, and I have been very encouraged that I agree with. Um, really respect some of the positions he's taking, one of which is he has, which he had been doing for the last several years, speaking out against the mandatory lockdowns, speaking out against the mandatory, uh, particularly the mandatory vaccinations, questioning uh, whether um, the vaccinations were necessary, even questioning whether they're even healthy, if you will, um, and, and, um, and also speaking out on some other very important issues that are certainly not part of the Left current left wing party line, if you will, the current Democrat left party line. Um, have have you uh, been been following him, Derek? And can, yes, can you I've share actually I've actually seen him do a couple of interviews actually on Fox News. Well, T- and Tucker I, actually, yes, Tucker interviewed him. And what again? We've talked about several times about his uncle John F. Kennedy. How much we uh, admire the things he stood for, and the same with his uh, dad, who actually fought organized crime. May have been, you know, he fought heavily against organized crime, his dad. So, yes, I've heard some of his views. And again, I think he's kind of that old fashioned Democrat, the old fashioned liberal that we've talked about where we could agree with a lot of things. We may not agree with everything. There's some items we probably wouldn't agree with him on. But again, here's what the media, which you were talking about earlier, Roger, the media has come after him. I've never seen the media come after a Kennedy Remember, the Kennedys kind of were untouchable. Exactly. They were always the media <laughs> the darlings. Best anybody ever yes, got. but no, they're coming after him. And you know why? Because I think they see him as a threat. And a lot of us, the old-fashioned Democrats, you know, remember the Reagan Democrats? They liked some of those ideas. You know why? Because he's America. He was America, kind of the America first. A lot of the things he's saying. Yeah, oh, so, absolutely. And that was the old-timey Democrats were America first. Everybody believed that basically back in the old days. So yes, I've listened, and I'm very. Uh, I like a lot of things he has to say. But again, the media is attacking him. Like I'm. They did an interview with him, and after the interview, they just cut him down. They didn't address the questions with him they waited till after the interview just to cut him down and even said well some of the things that he said was misleading and not true oh my gosh i've never seen him say that and that's what he's under pressure 
Yeah, and, and if that were the case, which I, I personally I don't think it was. No. I think the exactly opposite. But if that's the case, well, then the way they address that is you address it with them when you're sitting in front of him. Exactly Not, not right. when the guy leaves the stage. And, right. You know, and but, he was but, the, the COVID, the vaccines. He questioned the vaccines 100% and said, we shouldn't be getting these vaccines. They're untested. We need to wait and pause and make sure, you know, because as you and me have talked about before, most of the vaccines, which we're not against vaccines, I'm not, but they were tested for years upon years upon years to make sure they were relatively safe. So this vaccine was just put out quickly. And the difference is, if you decide you want to take it, that's fine. That's your American right to do. But you also have the same American right to say, I don't want to take it. That's one of the things I, I, I'm following Robert F. Kennedy, or Robert, you know, F. Kennedy Jr. very closely for, for a variety of reasons, one of which because he's had the courage to speak out about a lot of these issues that are that are now uh, that are just part of the the left wing, um, you know, media oligarchy line, basically. Right. And 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 I do think that. And I've noticed too. Not, he's he's being attacked, which you know we've never seen the Kennedys be attacked before. And then secondly, or he's being ignored right. because see, personally, from my perspective, from my news judgment, Robert F. Kennedy entering the presidential race—that's a big deal. Yes, you know, that's something that de- 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 demands coverage, or that's something that that is 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 a very as a whole new interesting wrinkle and dynamic to this race. It's not something you just look away and say, oh, well, yeah, he's, he's irrelevant. But, I mean, right. and, and plus, when, have, when does the, the media ever consider the Kennedys to be irrelevant? Right. But, but here's a, a, a man coming along. He's not, you know, echoing all the politically correct monolithic uh, values, such as mandatory vaccinations, mandatory lockdowns, all these kinds of things. No, he's not buying into the to the leftist line. He, he's an, he's functioning as an independent voice. But what, what that means, I guess, now he he, he either um, you know should not be covered or, or or as you said, attacked and destroyed. Right, and they do admit it. You think about it. Most of the people, if, unless you listen to this show or listen to talk radio, probably do not even know that Robert Kennedy Jr. is running for president, which is also, do you know he's already got 19% in a recent poll, and I'm not a big poll follower, but it did show that he did have a lot of people on the Democratic side really liked him. So can you imagine if his voice got out there? I think they know he might be a threat to uh, President Biden. Personally, I think he could have a huge impact on this race. I think he's a huge threat to Biden or whoever you know, the, the, the current authoritarian left wing Democrats want to who are obviously in control uh, want to put in because and here's this is just a theory of mine. But and I'd like to get, get your thoughts. I think somewhere out there, of course, we can't see them, <laughs> even though I've even been looking for them. But I really think somewhere out there, there are the, some of the old school liberal Democrats, FDR type Democrats. Um, Harry Truman, JFK type Democrats who love America, who believe in our Constitution, um, who are liberal, um, who who are not on board with all this left wingism, with the trans movement, with with mandatory vaccinations. You know, for, for whatever reason, they're ch- they're choosing not to, not not to speak out. Right. Um, but who who are for love America, who are not globalist, who not do not want our country to be run by global elites. I think there are p- Democrats that are out there like that, and, and Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has has the opportunity to give them voice. Right. You know, he can be that inspirational leader that mobilizes that sec- that that faction of Democrats, which I personally I think are still out there. Now, of course, uh, another argument would be no, they're all gone. There are none of yeah. them out there anymore. Um, uh, but I, I think there I think there's a significant number of them out there. And and if he gets in this race, if he's treated uh, by the media as a legitimate candidate, I think he could 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 really up uh, turn things upside down, or, and and or at least have a have a huge impact on the race. Right? Do you know though? Right away, the first one of the first things they said: no debates. So isn't that interesting? They say, I hear them all the time. The media says, oh, this is a threat to democracy. And yet they will not argue back. What do you mean? No debates. That's what America was founded on, debates. And the thing is, up until right recently, like like almost right now, 
the media's always been obsessed with debates. Right. The, the media's they're always the ones pushing for debates. Right. Well, no, partially just because they like to cover them, and yes. you know, it's a good event for the media to cover. But how, how, hmm, how interesting. Now the media doesn't even want debates. No, but, they but, don't want debates. But I think that illustrates this this monumental shift to authoritarian authoritarian leftism left wingism uh, from the perspective of the media they're no longer just slant, liberal slant they are in a authoritarian authoritarian left mindset right and that's why i think it's so important now for the listeners out there and everyone don't keep following them. I can't tell you how many people I'll talk to, and they believe in conservatism. They believe they're Christians, whatever, but they still watch ABC, NBC, CBS News, and MSNBC. I can't even believe some of them will listen to that or CNN. And I'm like, well, you're not getting the truth. You're not getting the facts anymore. It's not Walter Cronkite. He's long gone. So now you're just going to get one side on that, and they'll never let any other side be heard. So, yes, Roger, it is time. That's why we have to get our media from people we trust. So true, Derek. I've noticed that same same phenomenon. And um, as we wrap up this segment, I am... Um, I think uh, Robert uh, F. Kennedy Jr., if, if he enters this race and goes at it uh, hard, like it looks like he's, he's planning to do and he's doing, uh, has the potential to really, to really make, make a difference here. Yeah. And, and I, I welcome, I'm glad to see him in the race. Yes. Well, friends, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back on the Roger Franklin Williams Show with co-host Derek Hicks, president of Thompson Jewelers. Please stay with us. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, here's Roger. And this is my turn. Friends, welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you today. We continue to be joined by our co-host today, Derek Hicks, president of Thompson Jewelers. And once again, I want to remind you, of course, with Mother's Day right around the corner, Thompson Jewelers is the perfect place to get the perfect gift for your mother this Mother's Day. Also, we're now pleased to be joined in the studio by our friends from Topaz Clinical Research, Marjorie Guzman, Marjorie, Carla, and Rebecca. Marjorie, Carla, and Rebecca, great to see you. Thanks for coming over. Thank you for Hi, having us thank again. Thank you for having us. And, you know, as, as we hear uh, through your, your um, messages on our stations, and as you told us about in the past, you were conducting a, a several different clinical research studies at Topaz Clinical Research. Um, a couple of them are, are Alzheimer's-related studies, and um, that might be a good place to start. Why don't we start, Marjorie, with you, if you can just kind of bring us up to date on, you know, and share for our new listeners, share some of the studies that you're doing uh, for Alzheimer's research and, and kind of how the process would work. Yes, yes. Thank you. Um, yes, and we want to invite anyone to go to our website because we have Alzheimer's studies, but we also have other types of studies going on, and we do post them on our website. So that's topazclinicalresearch.com, um, or you can always give us a call, 407-703-4342. And um, yes, at this moment, we have an Alzheimer's with agitation study, which is for anyone who is 55 years old who has been diagnosed with Alzheimer's, moderate to severe, and they um, have a caregiver that can come with them, and it could be a family member, a friend, or a professional caregiver. Um, and that is a, a pretty amazing study we have. I believe it's from 55 to 85 years old. Um, and then we're really excited to bring on the new mild cognitive impairment study. This is a new Alzheimer's study. Uh, we are going to be looking for anyone 55 and over. And as you know, we at Topaz Clinical Research provide a free memory screen for anyone over 50 years old. So we are about to be activated on that study. And I know we've been talking about it for a few months. It takes forever to activate. But um, hopefully in about a week's time, we'll be ready to start seeing patients. So we invite anyone who's 50 years and over to come by and get a free memory screen. And this study is, um, like we said, 55 and over. And what we're going to be doing is um, what we're trying to do is catch that early cognitive, mild cognitive, if there's cognitive impairment happening. So um, we're going to provide a free MRI uh, I believe it's a free PET scan. Um, and then of course, physical exam, you'll be seen by our doctor or our nurse practitioner. And then we do a lot of what we call rating scales, which is a lot of memory tests. Um, and this is all free to you. 
and we pay you for your time and participation and no insurance is required. So we really want to um, invite anyone who, you know, feels like something is going on. Something's not just quite right. I'm over 50 years old. I have a fear or I have a family history of Alzheimer's to give us a call at 407-703-4342. You're probably going to talk to either myself, you know, Marjorie or Rebecca, and we'll schedule you to come in and, um, you know, let's see what's happening. So um, really, that's that's what's happening with, with this Alzheimer's trial. Friends, we're glad you're joining us right now. We're speaking with Marjorie, Carla, and Rebecca from Topaz Clinical Research. Of course, Derek is still here as our co-host, President Thompson Jewelers. And Carla, can you, as, always, as Marjorie was sharing, you know, I one thing that occurred to me, and um, I'm not sure if this is actually the case, but um, it could be that that, cert- that some people would might, even if they have these the sneaking suspicion that maybe something might not be exactly right, they might be hesitant, you know, to take that first step. But if I understand correctly, family members or friends, they could contact you on, sure. on, on the, somebody's behalf, correct? Yes, yes, of course. So they, it doesn't have to be the person that is, that maybe would participate in the trial. It can be a family member or a friend that um, maybe comes along with them. So definitely you're free to bring whoever you want with you um, to do this memory screen. And like we said, the first the first step is that we offer this memory screen. There's nothing invasive or um, no need to be afraid. You can talk to us, ask questions, however you want to do it. It's not the actual, we're not going to start you on the actual trial until you have all of the information you need. So we'll do that memory screen. You take it with you. You make a decision on what you want to do. If you do want to continue, a lot of people that do come in for the free memory screen from that point say, yes, I know I want a screen because I, um, usually I, it's either I or myself or Marjorie that we do that memory screen with you. And we can let you know, okay, it's we can't diagnose you. There's no diagnosis at this point. What I can give you is that a range of what is considered a normal memory range and then what's not. And so from the people that usually that I tell them, okay, what's based off of this test, the numbers that we're getting is saying that your memory is below the range, that usually the answer is kind of like, okay, well, I'll screen, especially for this trial. We're really excited about it because it's not – um, it's not very invasive. We're gonna do me- we're gonna do more memory tests. So we're just gonna do a bunch of memory tests. We're gonna take you know blood. We're gonna do a physical exam, and then if you know next steps would be that if everything looks like okay, yes, you you, you may qualify for the trial. Then we move on to the MRI and the PET scan. Um, and so like like Marjorie said, that doesn't cost you anything. So it won't cost you anything other than you know you'll find out. So we're gonna find out either way. So you'll find out no, I'm I don't have that, and it might give you the um. They give you the ability to look and, you know, go search for another possibility of why your memory is having issues and take care of that. Um, and then, or if you do have it, it helps you to make plans. Um, it's helping you to be a part of what uh, science moving forward. It's helping you to uh, ho- hopefully it's a medication that could work for you. Um, so there's just a lot of positive reasons to participate and, um, and so, like, first step, like I said, is not anything to be afraid of. We just do the memory test. We'll start there. Um, so that's for sure. Call us, 407-703-4342. Um, just call us. We'll talk to you about it. And we'll just do a quick memory test. And you can go from that point. And so, we've had family yeah. member call us and um, yeah. say, you know, my mom's having issues or something. So we have that first. We can have mm-hmm. that first conversation with a family member or caregiver. And, um, and then we'll talk to the, you know, the patient. And we'll, that's how we schedule time together. So it's just about making you feel comfortable. Derek, do you have a yes. question? Yeah, I have a, you know, uh, Roger and my, one of our heroes is right behind us here, President Ronald Reagan. And I know all of you are familiar. Yes. That's what he had. He came down with Alzheimer's yes, back yes. in the day when we didn't know how to treat it. And thankfully, I've been listening to what you guys do. I'm thinking anybody out there, any of our listeners who even suspect or have any kind of problem they may have, they should go to you to for peace of mind. Yes. Or if my father or mother had Alzheimer's and I'm starting to have issues, they could come to you. It's a what an incredible service. So I would suggest our listeners definitely come for peace of mind alone. They yes. should reach out to you. Yes, hey, yes. yes. And, and, we, and we were talking about it a little bit earlier about how we got our first patient in our very first Alzheimer's trial. Um, she was someone who, who was saying something is going on with my memory. I'm not sure. And her family was telling her, OK, we feel like something's going on, mom. And she was praying and she was driving down the road and she heard our advertisement here on the radio station. And she happened to drive by our office and saw the sign while she was listening to the radio station. She pulled in. She knocked on our door and we did a a free memory screen for her. We saw that there was an issue. 
So then we scheduled her afterwards, her and her son, to come and do a, a, a screening. And she was one of our great patients. We did see, you know, we found out she did have Alzheimer's. We caught it very early. She was only 55 years old. Um, and they were great patients for two years. She sat there for the whole study. I mean, we she, it was an amazing study. But what was really exciting was that we, we, we tried to, you know, ease her mind. And then when we said, okay, something might be going on, let's go ahead and do a screening. And so we did a screening and then we had a definite answer. Uh, we had patients who come in and say, you know, I, I feel like something's going on. We do the screening um, and there's, you know, we see that, okay, maybe it's not that. Maybe it's medication. And we have a whole conversation with you. We're not, I'm not personally a doctor. Carla is not. We do have doctors who are in charge of our study. But we can have that conversation like, you know, what are you eating? Are you sleeping? Are you taking certain medications that might make keep you awake or affect your memory? So we can always have that long conversation. You're not just coming in and getting a screening and then we throw you out the door. We actually have that conversation to help you have, you know, that peace of mind. And and like you mentioned, our, you know, our previous president, President Reagan had it, um, you know, it runs in my family. And I had an uncle who was, you know, a captain uh, of, of, a, of, of a Navy ship in, you know, in South America. And, and he was an amazing person who just brought himself up from a kid with no shoes that, you know, and, and, and being in charge of a whole ship. Um, and he developed Alzheimer's. And it was a very, um, you know, sad way to see his mind deteriorate. Um, and so so I have a passion for Alzheimer's. That's why we bring these studies to, you know, to this area. We know that there is a need in our area and um, there's nothing to be afraid of, you know, and everything that we do is confidential. That conversation is between you and us and it stays in our, you know, it doesn't leave our office. Friends, we're glad you're joining us on the Roger Franklin Williams show today. Derek Hicks is here as co-host, President Thompson Jewelers. Right now, we're pleased to be joined also by Marjorie, Carla and Rebecca of Topaz Clinical Research. And we have a couple minutes before our next break, and Marjorie and Carla and Rebecca will stay with us. But, you know, I was just thinking, Marjorie, as, as you were talking about, you know, how how far, I guess, Topaz Clinical Research has come since we first met. Yes. And you were first getting started, and this was kind of more of a dream than a reality. Yeah. Um, but now you've got like a full-fledged uh, multiple office, you know, I guess two, two offices. Yeah. You have relationships with top um, notch doctors. Yes. Um, you've got a, an in-house nurse on staff. Can you just talk about just your, your operation at Topaz Clinical Research? Well, um, you know, we're available um, as needed. So usually we're available Monday through Friday. And as you know, a lot of offices are open nine to five. We're open. You know, we're going to work with your schedule. Um, I, I will let you know we're closed on our Saturdays, you know, that we take off that one day. But we're available on Sundays and we're available evenings and mornings. And um, we have, um, you know, internal medicine doctor that we're working with. We have emergency medicine doctor. We have a, a gynecologist. So we have other studies. Also, like I said, invite you to go on our website, um, topazclinicalresearch.com. We have different types of studies that we're trying to bring on the, into the community. And we invite doctors in the community to have a conversation with us if they have an interest in participating in clinical research. But we know the paperwork is incredible and insane. And we run that part. And that way you're able to see your patients, you're able to, you know, be part of, you know, upcoming medications and being part of, you know, like upcoming new studies and and, and seeing what's happening in the industry. Um, so that's really how we run it. We have, you know, um, different nurse practitioners that we have on site that if we need to see someone early at five o'clock in the morning, we'll get a nurse in there to do those physical exams. Or, you know, we've been there even nine, 10 o'clock at night where some patients, you know, they had to work during the day. And especially for this age range, 55, we're talking about a, a young population that is still out there. Mild cognitive impairment is, a you know, people who are still very active. So we're going to work with your work schedule to get you out there. So so really, it's it's really a, a comfortable environment. And we try not to make it feel very hospitally, if that's how you, <laughs> what you're afraid of. No, very, very com- comfortable environment. Uh, well, friends, we're going to go to our next break in just a moment. Uh, once again, if you want to contact Marjorie and Carla Rebecca at Topaz Clinical Research, that's topazclinicalresearch.com. That's T-O-P-A-Z with a Z, topazclinicalresearch.com. We'll be back with Derek, Marjorie, Carla, and Rebecca on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Please stay with us. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now back to the studio. Here's Roger Franklin Williams. Welcome back, friends, to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. We're glad you're joining us. Hope you're enjoying the program. Of course, the Roger Franklin Williams Show is a program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, 
country. We're pleased to be joined in the studio today by Derek Hicks as our co-host, president of Thompson Jewelers. Also, we're pleased to be joined right now from our friends over at Topaz Clinical Research. Marjorie, Carla, and Rebecca will go to back to them in just a moment. Before we do, though, I want to give a shout out to our to the guys up at Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair and let you know that the guys at Apopka Mower are your one-stop headquarters for all your lawn and garden needs this spring and this summer. They carry only the best lines and equipment lines from the outdoor power equipment industry and the best lawnmowers. You can find out more about them at apopkamower.com. That's apopkamower.com. Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. It's where they sell the best and they fix the rest. Now back to co-host Derek Hicks and Marjorie, Carl, and Rebecca from Topaz Clinical Research. And, you know, as we were talking off the air, uh, Derek, you had a thought um, that in a question, I guess, to a certain extent you wanted to uh, address with Marjorie, Carl, and Rebecca. Yes, the thing as a, uh, a patient, if I am a person who may be thinking, oh, I could have Alzheimer's, I could have some kind of issue, or I have a family history of it, what are the, the fears that I may have to address that would maybe stop me? Tell me why I should come in and visit you guys and see you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, because first of all, we're amazing and we're going to make you feel comfortable. But, um, it, you know, I, I understand we've had that where we have patients that come in and, and they they know something's going on, but they have that fear. Um, what we do, like I mentioned before, we have that conversation with you. Um, maybe what, what I mentioned, maybe you're not sleeping enough. Maybe you're not eating properly. Maybe you need to exercise more. Maybe you're on medication that's affecting your memory. So it's about um, getting, having that conversation and going through your fears together. And like I said, I'm not a doctor, but I've been in clinical research for a long time. Um, but the benefit also is that if there is something going on and you don't want to move forward with us, we'll give you a copy of your memory screen. You take it to your primary care doctor. What's really important is to find out early on, because this is where, you know, they do have some um, medications that can help with symptoms. You know, we, we've heard, I know we've all heard of memantine in the past and um, denopazil. Those are medications that have been, you know, um, approved for memory in the past. Um, and then I know that there's a couple of more um, FDA approved studies. I mean, drugs that were approved a couple of years ago um, during COVID. Um, so it could be that that's something that you can have that conversation with your doctor. Um, maybe we need to talk about exercise. Maybe we need to change your medication. So it's it's about having that initial conversation, which is what I really believe that takes that fear away. Also, if you have questions like, why would I want to participate in clinical research? I'm scared. You know, you hear all these things about guinea pigs. And, and this I've been hearing this for over 20 years. I don't want to be a guinea pig. But think about it. And we've had this conversation in the past where if you go get a Tylenol, that Tylenol went through clinical research. People don't think about that when they go to the CVS or they go to Walgreens and they get those, you know, even a Claritin a, 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 or a Flonase, you know, like we all have allergies going on right now. <laughs> Everything went through clinical research. If you look at those little inserts, it's clinical research. So we have for us to, to have medications on the shelves, we have to go through clinical research. The biggest fear of participating in clinical research is what's going to happen. And this is where Carla was mentioning, uh, you know, before we're going to have the conversation. We're going to tell you what the medication is. We're going to tell you why they're doing this this study and what's going to happen throughout your entire study. You will be followed by us. You will be followed by our doctors. So you're not out there alone. And, you know, we have information regarding the disease itself, you know, so we know that if we're looking at Alzheimer's like here, we, you know, we have some flyers regarding this. We can refer you to the Alzheimer's Association. The biggest fear I feel is that when you don't have enough information is where that fear comes from. So having that initial conversation with us, just come on, you know, give us a call. Like we mentioned at 407-703-4342. You're going to talk to Rebecca. You're going to talk to me. And then we're going to have you come in and have that initial conversation to get you through that fear. Um, and, and I'm not going to say that it's not a scary thing and just being diagnosed can be a scary thing. I've had patients that are in the middle of our screening visit that say, you know what, I don't want to have Alzheimer's. And they get up and leave. And that's perfectly fine because you're volunteering your time. You're not um, obligated to continue once you participate in our study. If you, you know, day first day you come in, next day you can call me and tell me, you know what, I don't want to participate that is fine because it's up to you and this is all voluntary. So I don't know if that answers your questions, yeah, but it's yeah. just about having that initial conversation. Very good. 
Friends, we're glad you're joining us on the Roger Frank and Williams Show. Right now, we're speaking with our friends from Topaz Clinical Research. That's T-O-P-A-Z, Clinical Research. You can find out more about them at their website, topazclinicalresearch.com. Pleased to be joined in the studio also by Derek Hicks, President Thompson Jewelers, co-host for today. Let's go back to Carla. And if I'm not mistaken, Carla, you've got actually got two Alzheimer's studies going right now. I think we were talking mostly about the Alzheimer's with agitation study, but there's another one as well. Could you share a little bit about that one with us? Sure. So that's the, so the two that we have, like you said, is Alzheimer's with agitation, and then the other one is the mild cognitive impairment. We're actually in the process of also bringing on another mild cognitive impairment, um, and they're called mild cognitive impairment. It's for Alzheimer's. They're looking for people who have Alzheimer's, but it's called mild cognitive impairment because we are looking for such an early, early phase of it. And I think like Marjorie was mentioning is that the, the best intervention is early intervention. So the point is, is that they are looking, um, and, and I guess most of the success that they've seen on even medication that you are, if you do take that's on the market right now to help with memory, um, works best when it's very, very early. Um, further along for mo- more moderate Alzheimer's or further into Alzheimer's is um, it, it, it doesn't seem to be working as well. And that's the idea behind these trials is that they're trying to catch it so early that you're you're just barely noticing something is just not the same. Um, and I have a lot of people that talk to me and they say, you know, like I walk into the room and I don't remember why I walked into the room. And um, and that's usually the case. So and I and I and I say back to them, that's I said, normal. yeah, I say, well, that's normal. It happens. And if you walk into the room, do you remember later? Um, you do, does it come back to you on why you came, back, why you went into the room? Um, and so some people it's yes. And some people's like, actually, no, it takes me a long time. And then that's where we want to say like, well, once you come in for the memory screen for sure, um, because it is normal for things like that. We're very busy to forget is, is, is normal. Mm-hmm. Um, but things like that, especially at around the age of 55, um, it's still a, um, very young age that, it, that shouldn't be happening too much. It shouldn't be happening consistently. And and usually um, the people we speak to that are interested in participating or at least screening, um, they know their bodies. They know their minds. They know how it was and how it's happening right now. So even then, sometimes that's what's great about these memory tests because they're going to tell us something a little bit more detailed than if you were to talk to anybody that's, say, your friend or your family and they're not with you all the time and they're not, of course, in your head, um, they might not be even seeing anything going on. But you yourself know that something is not the same. And these memory tests help us to see that also and can help validate, which is also, you know, great when you come in. And I know that's, like you said, sometimes sometimes people um, have family and friends that are seeing something's wrong. But then sometimes you yourself, nobody's seeing it, and you yourself know that just something's not right. And these, like I said, these memory tests help us, and that's some um, sort of validation that you're not, you know, you're not crazy. You are experiencing these symptoms. Um, so that's one of the benefits of coming in and doing the screen for this particular, or the memory screen for this particular trial. The other one we said is mild, is, um, is Alzheimer's with agitation. And so that's a more moderate Alzheimer's. So this is somebody that already has Alzheimer's. They're already, um, they're, they're already experiencing Alzheimer's and they are, um, becoming agitated. And to be agitated is not necessarily to say violent. Agitated could mean um, that you you know you, you you can't sit down. You feel you feel anxious. Um, there's a particular medication for people who are experiencing this anxiety or agitation with Alzheimer's. So that's what's great about that trial is because that's the idea is that we're looking for something that's going to help with that agitation. It's not going to fix or cure the Alzheimer's, but it's going to help with the agitation that they're experiencing because it is you know um, something that could give anxiety. Um, while you're, you know, going while that person's going through it, so that's what that trial is for, and so that's really exciting because that that could help ease um, that time that they're struggling with um, with this agitation and anxiety. Yeah. And in the past, they had medications that help with anxiety, yes, but not necessarily agitation for Alzheimer's. So this is something that they're still looking for mm-hmm. because there is really nothing that's pinpointed for the agitation. Um, and and like Carla mentioned, that's someone who has already been diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Um, and that's why we were saying it could be a professional caregiver or a family member that can be the, the person that comes. And that person that comes to vi- um, with, with them for these visits also, they get paid, too, for participating mm-hmm. yes, because they're putting in their time. Their time and their, so, you yeah. know, the patient gets paid for participating and the caregiver. Uh, we make sure that at Topaz, we really push these pharma companies to make sure that, you know, if a caregiver is coming, we need to compensate for their time of being there or at least get a lunch. 
you know so <laughs> so so you know so it's it's something exciting to have a conversation with us um your so- time is valuable to us it's very valuable and so to participate in any trial with us you are of course like you said like Roger said it's always comfortable with us because we understand how valuable your time is and that you are participating in something that's wonderful and that's going to be beneficial to all of society mm-hmm. so we really yes want to make sure you're taken care of while you're there and like Marjorie said you're compensated for your time and your travel and like I said we happy to give you water and snacks or whatever you need to make the time uh, go by because your time is super valuable as a volunteer in a clinical research trial. Yeah. They sound like they know what they're talking wow. about. <laughs> <laughs> they answered the questions. Very good. Very good. Well, Marjorie, and friends, once again, that's Topaz Clinical Research, T-O-P-A-Z, topazclinicalresearch.com. Reach out to them uh, if you feel inclined to based on the what we've heard today from Marjorie, Carl, and Rebecca. Well, Derek, Marjorie, Carl, Rebecca, we're almost uh, at the end of our show. It's been great to have all of you here joining us today. Thank you. Thank you Thank for having you. us. Thank you. And before we sign off, I want to give a shout out to our friends over at Sheila Auto Repair, talking about peace of mind. Uh, there's no greater <laughs> peace of mind than knowing if your car breaks down and you see that, that light come on, you have a place that you can trust where you can take it and you'll get taken care of very well by people who know what they're doing and that you can trust. And that's the guys at Sheila Auto Repair. Demetrius and Odysseus Virgos, and they're located 1908 South Orange Blossom Trail, Apopka. And of course, once again, before we sign off, remember Mother's Day coming up in just one week away, and Thompson Jewelers is literally the best place you could find the perfect gift for your mom this Mother's Day. Derek, Carla, Rebecca, Marjorie, thank you, and shout out to our producer, Jeff. Friends, have a wonderful afternoon. Thank you. Thank you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.